On that note, I want to welcome everybody to the Saturday Night Special of the World, according to Ben Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. Sorry for being a little late to the show, but it is. And Matt, may I tell our friends why we're late? Yes, please do. Because I, in July, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon, in December, had surgery on my knees uh, to uh, supposedly fix a pain in the right and lower right and left kneecap, especially the right kneecap. And uh, the surgery was not a success, as far as I can tell. The pain has been excruciating. This mind-boggling, just mind-bogglingly bad. And uh, I thank God that I have friends like Judah and uh, wonderful, wonderful friends like Judah and like Raul who helped me get around. Otherwise, I would surely be totally immobilized. And I am very grateful, and I must say, uh, if you in the audience are blessed, you know, the friends like Judah Friedman, uh, be, th be thankful. Thank you very much. Those are extremely kind words. And well, you I'm deserve sorry for every, every word. And I'm terribly sorry for your pain. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's horrible watching um, surgeries that don't take. And, and, <laughs> and, and people don't talk about that enough. And uh, it's like, I remember Ben during COVID when nobody was talking about their horrific experiences from the vaccines. And everybody was like a little nervous to speak about their bad experiences, I think. So other, so they wouldn't get other people not to get those vaccines. And I wish people would have been screaming from the top of their lungs. This is what happened to me. I got violently, you know, so risk reward. If you were in pain before and you're in horrific pain now, it does make people think twice before maybe getting the surgery. And I might, or, or the vaccine. Or the vaccine. So-called vaccine. And uh, I have to say, Judah, you did not, you barely mumbled a word of complaint when I know you're in severe pain. And you're the kind of man who does not complain when he's in severe pain. You are too much of a man for that and uh, way way more of a man than i am and uh, i i'm i'm just awed at uh, how you were able to get yourself through this i just can't get over it i'm really really awed. and he's referring i think to my bowel obstruction surgery mm -hmm. that almost oh my back that, that too you've got back, a the hernias <laughs> the, my you've mental couple, anguish you've had a couple of them too my dear friend but okay welcome to the world according to ben stein and uh Welcome to our world. This is what we talk about. This is what we discuss. It's not always about politics. Sometimes it's just truly about life. I think people have forgotten how to speak about that. Uh, very true, Jim. Very, very true. And it's a very scary thing. And I, I, I before we get uh, cracking, I, I just got to show you, um, the, people use the word, they throw the word anti-Semitic around a lot when people post stuff or racist. But Jamie Foxx today decided to post. He had, I guess he got sick for quite a while. He's in the hospital. He didn't post anything. But today, I'm not kidding. He wrote, they killed this dude named Jesus, dot, dot, dot. What do you think they'll all do to you? Question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. And um, it's, God help us. sorry. God help us. Uh, and I'm and 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 his response was uh, his 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 response Ben was I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everybody who's offended by my post 
I know my choice of words have caused offense and I'm sorry. That was never my intent to clarify it. I was betrayed by a fake friend and that's what I meant with they. Okay, not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. And I think that, that's pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. But the pro the problem is, Ben, I don't, I don't know if Jay I, I doubt Jamie Foxx is a racist and I take him at his word for what he said. I truly, but I don't think he was thinking when I first read it, I automatically, when people were saying he's anti-Semitic, I thought maybe he was referring to the actor's strike and uh, they being the Hollywood executives, but obviously it was just somebody that severely screwed him over and those were the choices. He was simply probably using the Judas word. I don't think he was referring using to- the, I'm sorry, the what word? He was referring to Judas. He wasn't referring. Didn't he wasn't referring to Jews? Happened to be a Jew, but he wasn't referring to Jews. So I will give that. But that's the point, really, Ben. We don't give people the benefit of the doubt anymore. All of a sudden, they're racist. They're an anti-Semite. They're this. They're that. So I'll come out and I'll say I don't think Jamie Foxx is an anti-Semite. I don't think I, he is either. Not I, at all. And and, and if I may say this, I think he's a friend. If anyone wants to wants to be a friend to him and. Uh, God knows he has seen enough hatred and, and the racism in his own life to know enough to uh, cut back on it when uh, times are uh, needed. When times needed, and uh, yeah, he's he's a good guy. At least I think I've always thought he was a good guy. Uh, let's hope that uh, I'm right. Yeah, dude looks like a good dude. Listen, if all of us are to be uh, condemned for the stuff we say to the stuff we say, or sometimes stuff we might have forgotten a word in between or things are taken out of context, Ben, we're all done. I mean, we sort of are in that context all done because you really, as we discussed, you can't say anything. You can't say so many things. I, I always say with so what I love about so much of your work, and I want to get into that because some I've been thinking so much about your work in life. And what I mean by that is the the brilliant essayist and storyteller that you are. But before I get to that, I always say what really hurt you the most was when you took down the demigod. And that was Richard Dawkins and expelled. It wasn't anything mm -hmm. else. Uh, everything else you said in that was factually, I mean, or, or, or your belief. But you when you take down their their atheist god it's it's a big deal and, and yeah, yeah yeah that's uh dawkins has many friends who uh don't really uh perhaps know the score about um anti-semitism and uh hatred of people because of their uh, race or religion and uh, i wish he would pull himself together i was on a i was in a movie with him as you well know called expelled and uh he was a very angry person and uh he wanted, he wanted to hate, uh, he, he really wanted to hate. And uh, I think the British are wonderful people, the bravest people in the world, as the Fuhrer quite concisely described them. But uh, I don't think uh, Dawkins himself an anti-Semite or a Nazi or anything, anything remotely like that. No, not, I don't even think even close. You just, you beat him in the battle of, of 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 intelligent design and 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 that's a big thing he you know i've seen richard dawkins interviews where he browbeats people and what you're one of the few people that most of these people weren't able to browbeat because you know history you believe in god and you know science and you know oh, a little a little bit I oh, uh, thank you god well, no no ben i i think you've claimed to know well at least you know medicine but yes uh, that i certainly do 
And I, I also want to give a little bit of a shout out because amazingly enough, our friend Larry Clayman uh, has who, who wrote a book, It Takes a Revolution, what is what had, had to be in front of uh, the Trump judge in Washington, in, in, in the state, in, in, in Washington, D.C. And if you go to, I don't want to ruin it, so buy Larry Clayman's book, It Takes a Revolution. She's mentioned for three pages from 147 to, one, uh, to 147 to 150. And- um, I'm sorry, who just says she? Uh, I will find, um, let me get her name for you quickly. Um, hold on. Anybody out there want to help, uh, feel free. DC judge. Um, I don't really know. Her name is Tanya uh, Chutkin. Tanya Harding. Tanya Chutkin. And, or as Larry calls her in his book, I think essentially I'm paraphrasing the affirmative action judge. But uh, it, 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 it's no, uh, all kidding aside, when, when I sent you that article during lunch about uh, the gag order, the protective order that they're enforcing on Trump, Simply because on true social, did I missed a few phrases of that lesson. He pretty much said, if you, if you, whoever comes after me, I'm going to come after you. And that's why this was all, and uh, that's why this was all brought up. And, and Ben, you know, the, I mean, this is like, I don't even know what you say as far as the law goes, to, that, 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 the, that the man can't defend himself. That is pretty much. It, it it's like a grand jury extension into his life. He can't even defend himself once the grand jury has indicted him. Even then, he can't defend himself until until court. It's a very very bad situation, and uh, as we have had the pleasure and disgusting duty uh, of doing on this show a number of times, is to point out that the courts of America have become advocates, not so much judges, but advocates of one particular point of view, and uh, that particular point of view tends to be not always, certainly not always, anti-Semitic, uh, anti-Israel, uh, not not uh, the best people we want to have on our corner, in our corner. No, you're completely right, and... Uh, but can I go on to something else, if yeah, I may? please. I, your humble servant. I just have to say one thing. I muted, yeah, I, 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 I muted a user just now, which I never do. And the reason I muted him is I don't want to see cursing in the, uh, in the, uh, in the rants. We treat each other in the rants with respect, even when we agree or disagree with each other. So sayonara, Subaru. Ben, go on. I used to have a Subaru, by the way. First car I ever bought was a Subaru. It cost $1,900 brand new. And unfortunately, it didn't work very well. It tended to break quite often. But anyway, uh, I love, 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 love Subarus. And this one's just, uh, kind of a, what should I say, a sport, a sport, I think, statistics. It didn't, but I have seen so much hatred coming out in the last several years. So, 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 so much hatred. It's just a, a terrible, terrible situation in this wonderful, great country of ours. The best country that's ever been, the absolutely best country that's ever been. So much hatred coming out. And why, I do not know, but uh, I know that it is not a good situation. And I would like to add my hopes and prayers that America will uh, pull herself out of this 
horrible slot in the world where people are being so cruel to their neighbors without any kind of slot, slot slot to let themselves escape. Where, where did all this hate come from? I don't, I don't know it. And I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit to my days at Yale uh, when wifey, big wifey, was the finest person, and I were uh, students there together. And uh, I, Scott, she was so wonderful. She was the most beautiful girl on the campus and the most beautiful girl in the whole, in the whole world, as far as the, whole, the whole universe, as far as I was concerned. And yet somehow it came out that people became quite anti-Semitic after being at Yale for a while. And I don't know how that happened, but uh, wow, mom and dad, uh, let's hope that your children wind up going to Yale, that you wind up teaching them that uh, even at Yale, you can say words that hurt like crazy. You can say words that curl the toes of uh, people who want to be straightforward and honest. No, you're completely right. Listen, discord, th 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 that's really a, a huge thing that I think about and I take from your writing is that this this critical theory, this critical thought, this is, is sort of dead. You're not uh, alone. It's not, I wish it's not as dead as I wish it were. Well, I'm saying I said critical. I didn't just say I, I, I'm referring to actual theory, not uh what the other side uses but uh right. critical race theory is a scary thing and i believe i saw the beginning of it uh in 1970 in 1970 when uh my wifey and i were uh, uh given the permission to rent the house of donnie graham uh who was the uh son of uh, Catherine graham the uh owner of the washington post and uh she had brought up this magnificent home uh, and her son, Donnie Graham, lived in it and he lived like a king uh, as he was pretending to be the uh, icy, uh, cold, uh, warm-hearted struggle, struggler for the, for the downtrodden. But he was a cold, cold guy. Who? Sorry. Donnie Graham, the guy, the guy who was the... Uh, uh, inherited the Washington Post. I mean, that's a hell. That's a hell of a big thing to inherit. So just the Washington Post, and he inherited it because his grandfather, his mother, Catherine Graham's father, was a Jewish speculator who did real, real well in silver and, and other mining stocks. And he was able to take that money and buy the Washington Post. And with that, he became a terribly rich and terribly influential guy. And the Washington Post, which had always been the second newspaper in Washington, behind the uh, Washington, behind the uh, Washington Times, uh, behind the Washington Times and the Washington Post, uh, he, it became the number one paper. And uh, that was bye-bye uh, to the idea of the Washington Post being the underdog and the gripping, hardworking you know, friend of the underdog. because. That wasn't going to happen anymore. So, uh, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Benjamin Jeremy Stein, and it's Who's really old and remembers all these things. No, and it's important, and it's by the way, it's just for the people, so people understand we're 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 suffering like a very very bad heat wave. So, very 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 bad. Heat it wave. is it is it is we it's you know what makes it really bad. I realized I was thinking about this today. We we usually ease into the heat bend. But because we had such a cold winter, it almost feels like all of a sudden one day it was 106 degrees. 
and out, out of nowhere. But you got this thing in your mail. I'm sure you everybody did. And it really bothered me because it's something we've discussed on the show is that, you know, from L- from L- LADW, from what is L- LADWP saying people could only water their lawn three days a week because we have a um, uh, severe water shortage. Supposedly. Severe water shortage. And all I could think of is we had the rain, we had enough rain this year to last us a hundred years if we had reservoirs. Yeah. And 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 you wait, they wasted the water. And now people like you, thank God, have to pay eat a lot of money. A lot, a lot, which I barely can afford anymore. But uh, little by little we will get through it. What's amazing to me here in our wonderful planned uh, city of uh, Washington District of Columbia is that nobody thought to build giant reservoirs or giant desalinization plants uh, to prepare for the next time it gets to be very, very hot, the next time there gets to be a shortage of, uh, of, of very serious, really, really serious shortage of nice, cool, clear water. And that's, uh, that's something that scares many people to death, including your humble servant. No, you're, you're completely right um it's it's just that that's how this uh state is run it's how this state is being run sadly into the ground this once great state of california and i say that because it been the 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 crime the homelessness is is, beyond belief you can't see it unless you see it you can't believe it and i wanted to also talk to you about uh we'll do a short version of the show tonight but one of the things i wanted to talk to you about was 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 what I brought up to you today was with Bobby Kennedy. And I don't, I think Trump at this point has to be a pragmatist. And it, it, like I said to you, it used to be you pick your vice presidential candidate for to, to win a state. Now with Mike Pence with Trump, that wasn't the case. He picked them because he needed the Christian vote, right? So Mike Pence famously said, Christians come home. In Trump's case, with Bobby Kennedy, who's got about 10% of the Democrat vote, at least 10%, right? Bobby Kennedy Jr. Bobby Kennedy Jr., obviously, yes. I don't think Bobby Kennedy, well, he- he, You never know, you never know. One never knows. I do think that would be- Miracle. I I do think that would be a a really smart idea for President Trump, being a pragmatist, to pick him as the VP candidate. You'd have a lot of people from the- that share certain views- that might that might jump ship and join the party. I don't I don't see anybody else that he could pick as the vice presidential candidate. They just don't. I don't, I don't see either. I, I don't see either. I mean, and I don't know much about Bobby Kennedy Jr. He doesn't seem to me to know much about the world itself. But uh, maybe none of us does. Maybe that's the problem. But let's back up to go to what's going on in the world today. Here we have our glorious world and. There's a war going on in Europe, in the center, pretty much the center of Eastern, East to Central Europe. And this is a war in which people are getting killed in large numbers by rockets sent from long, 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 long gone far away by the Russian rocket police. And uh, they are able to uh, zero in on a city in Russia and uh, Ukraine and uh, bomb the hell out of it, uh, bomb it so that they, nobody even recognizes it anymore. And there's no possibility that the Ukrainians can fight back and beat it because it's just too far away. But if they could do that, that would be a wonderful thing. But they can't do it now because we, we have got ourselves into a war where there's just no, uh, no, no 
I don't know what to say. There's no rhyme or reason to why it is that these people should want to fight fight against uh, Russia for uh, for for Ukraine. Uh, there's uh, I mean, Ukraine is a great country. It's got lots and lots of oil, lots and lots of uh, wheat. But uh, do, do people really want to fight Russia? Do they really want to fight giant, endless wheat fields in the middle of Russia in order to preserve? The uh, gigantic uh, oil field—I uh, should say, oil wells and uh, oil fields—in the center of Europe. I don't get. It. I mean, here is Ukraine, a very rich country. Here is Russia, a very rich country. Why are they going after each other? Why? Why, why is it that uh, nobody has said to them, "Look, you guys, wake the f up." That's the best. There's, 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 nobody, there's nobody there to fight with. Ben, ben, you're ben, fighting you're, your friends. Ben, you're a hundred percent. This this is the point. This is the scary part that you're that you're talking about is the lack of leadership that we have in this country, and it, 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 this is this is it's a frightening thing, and people should be frightened of what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. People should be fighting frightened what's going on with China, with North Korea, with Iran where three out of those four countries, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden had business dealings with Ben. It's a very frightening thing. And to think about that, we re- not, and I'm not saying this for the, for, for the effect, Ben, we have a compromised president. We have literally zero leverage. And you're right. Why is no one saying to these two countries, why is nobody stepping in or intervening? And and it, it, it this has gone on. It'll be almost two years fairly soon. And and it, it's like nothing, Ben. We, we're we're giving here's forty three billion. You know, here's Russia's getting money from China. Russia, they're getting their stuff from Iran. Ukraine is getting money from us. But nobody is is has enough guts or or brains to say what the hell are you guys doing? Give it. There there needs to be an exit strategy, Ben. That, well, I don't think there's going to be an exit strategy because the Russians, I think, rightly say to themselves, well, we've got all the land, we've got all the missiles and rockets, we've got all the tanks and artillery pieces, we've got a, by far the larger, largest, uh, I, guess, I guess they do have the largest army in Europe at this point. We're going to keep fighting. There's no way we can lose them. There's no way, it seems to me, that Ukraine can be beaten by... Uh, by, I'm sorry, no, no way that Russia uh, cannot win this war if they still stay with it. I mean, if they, if they keep fighting, keep bombing Ukraine, keep bombing Kiev, keep bombing all the various countries, uh, regions within Ukraine, there's nobody who can stop them. And, and uh, I don't know where the idea came from that they could stop them, except I guess Mr. Uh, the man who's the head of the, of Ukraine, whose name I can never pronounce. Zelensky. Zelensky, thank you. Mr. Zelensky uh, was under the impression that if he got good enough arms from the U.S. and the Western European powers, he could stop the uh, the attacks on his country. But uh, that has not happened thus far, and despite the fact that Zelensky is really, really being armed extremely well. And the question is, I mean, Ben, the question is, how much longer could we do it? I mean, well, we I guess, do it forever. I mean, I, I, mean I guess we could. But again, it's like it's, it, we need obviously, as we've discussed, there needs to be a change. And there needs the, the fact that nobody, Ben, when you think about it, nobody from this administration has been fired. 
Nobody. We got nobody. My, is that right? No, nobody. Whatever. Nobody of of high. We we got Mayorkas, who's who's done who's done at the border. We got Pete Buttigieg, who we can't we can't get pilots for planes. We 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 have some of the worst air travel, train travel going on in recent memory, Ben. And nobody's been fired. Lloyd Austin, of course, the head of defense, is not going to get fired. What, Lincoln, what's going on here? Can, can you back up a minute for me, please, Judas? Yeah. Because I'm an old man and my memory isn't that good. Where did it come? Where did the idea come from to make him the Secretary of Defense? I mean, he seems like a nice guy. And when he's on TV, I admire him. He seems like a friendly, nice guy. But uh, why are we having him as Secretary of Defense? I mean, Secretary of Defense for a country as big and rich as the United States of America is an enormous, enormous job. Surely, surely they can find a better man than Mr. Uh, Lloyd Austin. Surely they can find somebody better than, than, than well, there must be somebody better. There's good, Ben, I don't think you, I don't, but Ben, it's not a matter of better. That can't be much worse. And remember, as, as we, we drove down, it was, he's got the Blinken connection, who's the secretary of state. I mean, these are just the realities of life, Ben. We, we've chosen people for all, I mean, obviously, none of it based on merit. Nobody wants to say it out loud, but if you hire on merit, you got to replace with merit. And uh, I, I would imagine surely uh, they could find somebody better than better than uh, Lloyd Austin or any. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I was just on online with an old time, a long time ago friend of mine in the administration and whom I worked with a long, long time ago, and uh, saying that surely. Surely you must have somebody better than than Mr. Austin, but uh, I kept waiting for him to say, "Don't call me Shirley." But anyway, there's uh, funny. I don't I don't know. Can we not find anyone better than he is? I mean, well, it's not just him, Ben. It's Mayorkas. It's Pete Buttigieg. It's it, it's all of these people, Ben. Could we not find anybody better? And I, I, you know, obviously the answer is yes. We can find better. They choose not to find better because when you put all of these things together, Ben. It's not by accident. No, there, 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 there really isn't. And I, I, are you feeling tired, Ben? I mean, I'm we... very, very, very tired. But I want to go on with this because I think this is a matter of life or death you know, okay. for this great, wonderful country of ours. Can it really be that the United States of America, which is like 20 times the gross domestic product of Russia, cannot find a way to stop the Russians from this endless bombing and torturing and tormenting of the Ukrainian people. I, I read in the newspapers and sometimes I read stories about the Russian, uh, the Wagner Brigade or Wagner Brigade uh, breaking into uh, border villages and collecting all the young girls and raping them and cutting their throats, and burying them alive. Uh, can, can we really not do better to stop those people, that's hard to believe that the United States of America cannot do better than that. And otherwise, we, we seem like a kind of floundering, uh, pathetic uh, fish in a big sea. Well, surely, surely there has to be somebody better than these guys. Remember, there the Vog be, Ben, what you're forgetting is the Wagner group, first of all, they're separatists, and they're the ones that were trying to do the coup. So it's not exactly like a joint effort going on with the Wagner Group in Russia at this point. No, uh, no, but on the other hand, they are not nice guys. To no, they're horrible. Very, they're I think very, very I think at this point, 
I think at this point, Putin wants the, the Wagner group gone and done. I with. think so, too. I, I mean, so it, too. It, for people that are not familiar with, I mean, the Wagner group, and yes, Ukraine has the same sort of group. It's sort of like the Dirty Dozens versus the Dirty Dozens. And, I, and I'm, I mean, it, when you watch the Dirty Dozen, these were not good men. You know, it, it, they were like some real, you know, criminals. And it, these are some real criminals. Real, real criminals. It, and we see them at work right now in Ukraine. They're, they're doing it right now. Now, Ukraine is not a model country. They're far from being model human beings. They collaborated with the Nazis in a gigantic way during World War II, and in a gigantic, enormous way. They're obviously not uh, model citizens, but is there no way to, to stop them and do a have the, the Wagner Group or Wagner Group, however it's announced, have them say, "Look, uh, we 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 we're tired of getting killed uh, for uh, this uh, war, which we didn't want to start in the first place." Can't you turn back the clock a little bit and let us uh, have a, a war where there's more of a commitment? No, I Ben, I I, I think what you, the point you bring up, I, yes, that's the problem that everybody has. What you're talking about really is whatever side you want to, whatever, whoever you think or whatever you, at, at a certain point, when we brought this up, Ben, you brought up the word, there's no utility in this. There's, 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 no. there's, there's zero. Well, there, no, that's with respect to you, my dear, dear friend, a very, very dear friend. There's a great deal of utility, and here's what utility is: if we were to let the Wagner Group uh, take over uh, the Russian war effort and just rape and kill and behead and cut the throats of all the people they wanted to in Russia, uh, there would be just unbridled, un, unman, unmanly, Ukrainian. Sorry, Ukrainian. There'd be un, unbridled, unmanly, cowardly, vicious SS-type behavior all throughout Ukraine. I mean, my wifey and I are watching a documentary, a, world, a very interesting one called World War II Day by Day. And it has to do with, day, well, as the name implies, day by day what was happening in the Ukraine in, as, the world, as the war got rolling. Why on earth, why on earth can we not say Look, this is happening right now, and there's not going to be any winner here. Yes, it may be. It may be that the Russians at some point will say, "Okay, we're the winner, and uh, we're just uh, going to take Mr. Zelensky and hang him." Maybe they will do, it, or maybe we'll take a plane and fly him out of there and have him live at the Concord or Lake Kayamisha or something. But I'd <laughs> like, I I'd, I'd like to see him out of there. I'd like to see everybody stand down. And you say, look, uh, this is not working. We, we tried this, and it didn't work. We, we, we well, were able to fight and fight and fight and fight, and a lot of people died, but it's not working. And now let's give it up and uh, try something else. Yeah, and the Russians don't have a good history of doing that, Ben, as we saw with Afghanistan. They, they have no. They do not have a good history of doing that. They, I have to take off my jacket. It's a little warm in here. Sorry, just a second. Second, just a second, gentlemen. Uh, help me, my boy, please. Help me take this off, please, sir. Uh, anyway, how you doing? That's my Yale Law School necktie. I like to treasure it. I I, uh, I always say to my people in my house, I really worked hard for that for that necktie, but I didn't really work very hard at all. It was very easy to get. Anyway, uh, sir, sirs, can there be no sense here? 
is there is there no possibility of good sense entering the equation and just saying we're not going to fight anymore there's nothing to be gained by fighting anymore now ben you're asking you're asking 100% the right question the problem is you could ask this question seven times with seven different situations that are happening in the states and that are happening they're more focused on getting rid of your your stove and getting rid of that, and, that, and, and, but, when you say that it makes me want to cry no 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 but i mean i know that you're right you're totally right you're totally right of course they're more focused on getting rid of my stove my stove isn't hurting anyone i keep saying it look we i don't know how many viewers we have or listeners we have but if anyone any one of our viewers or listeners can provide me with any evidence at all of deaths or severe illness caused by watching uh news or bacon frying uh on the uh in the, in the microwave uh, because your people are making dinner in there i'd like to see some evidence of that Okay. If they can't let's stop whining about it okay so 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 getting back to it you you so you raise a point and i had to stand up for a second too uh raising to getting back to your point and i, I brought this up to you while we were, where we were together today now the reason i'm so for trump kennedy ticket is because i really want to get rid of this deep state and i think so many of these issues ben abroad and domestically have to do with the deep state and when I said to you, Bobby Kennedy believes the CIA killed your father, and you said he's probably right. And we have running this country. Look at what's going on right now, Ben. All the focus, all the prosecution, all the prosecutions against Donald Trump. Imagine if they put one a, a quarter of this effort into solving issues it, 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 instead of persecution of our own people we actually uh gave a crap and dealt with what was going on around the world where are the meetings ben there's no more meetings where, i agree where are the meetings where where, where where are the meetings i i couldn't agree more where where are the meetings where where was where's munich i mean there was a there was a meeting in munich uh prior to uh the uh beginning of world war ii and uh why isn't there why is there a meeting in munich now to uh to slow something down there's i'd like to know how many people have been killed now in the, the ukraine war and uh what are they getting killed over what what are why are they dying and if there's no reason why they're dying let's have them stop dying and let's have the u.s go in there here's an idea. okay here's an idea for it u.s goes in there and says okay the war's over boys uh donald trump had an idea he said uh, we're going to say the war's over and now that's going to be the idea of the war's over. Okay, can that work? I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe no. But uh, certainly it can work better than what's working now, which is that's basically nothing. A hundred percent correct. And I think that's people's biggest frustration is is more than the money sometimes. is like it, it, it's essentially when you bring up Fauci, right? It's a dictatorship, right? Fauci ruined the Fauci said this. We all must listen. Nobody question. And there's there's absolutely been there's no you're completely right. You could settle things. There are ways, but we have no diplomacy. We 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 I mean, when you look, why don't we have diplomacy? I mean, look, diplomacy, uh, Mao Zedong, no smart, no dope, said diplomacy. I believe he said this, this is not an exact quote. Rose from the barrel of a gun. 
And uh, so we have many, many guns. They have many, many barrels. Chinese do too. So do the Russians. So do the North Koreans. Diplomacy grows from the barrel of a gun. So if the barrel of a gun is going to grow with diplomacy, let's have it happen. Let's have it start happening right now so that people are not getting killed anymore. There's those people in Eastern Europe, they're not just micro dots. They're not just uh, little uh, candy candied apples at a state fair they are real human beings and they have real feelings and when we throw, shove them aside into some kind of apple barrel underneath the desk they die they die of of uh blood poisoning or maybe it's apple pie poisoning they're dying of some way that they can't uh, they cannot consume even a small part of the simple good things of life that we could provide if they would stop fighting. Look, you want to have a good life here, there in Ukraine? Fine. You have a great life. You have a tremendous amount of arable land, tremendous amount of oil, tremendous amount of gas, tremendous amount of fresh water. You guys start pumping that stuff. We'll buy it from you and you have it shipped to us. And we'll send you money and uh, you'll have a nice peaceful world. Let's try it. What what do we have to lose by trying? What do we have to lose by trying to have a world at peace? Let's let's try having a world at peace and see what works. You know, you brought up a, a there was a key word you brought up there and other people have brought it up in the in the rants, money. And and uh there's a lot of people gaining on this war. There's a lot of people making money on this war. There's a lot of people that make money in the business of war. There's no doubt about it. And this is why I go back to Biden again and and his corrupt, uh, you know, you, you, you brought up and I'm, I'm quoting your, your form, your, you know, one of the greatest men in the world that's lived to both of us, which is Richard Nixon, when he said to, and, I, and I'll, I'll state this again, when he said to Bill Clinton, uh, never trust a bureaucrat. Because at the end of the day, the bureaucrat isn't has does not have your interest in. Right, he has his interest at heart. That's he, has it. In, he has his interest at heart, and that's the problem. Ben, we have so many people that have their own interest at heart. We have these bureaucrats. We have these diplomats that their sole goal is their interest. Ben, I mean, let's be real. Most diplomats don't get the position out of merit. They gave it because a lot of times, who gave the biggest donations. And or whose or who or whose grandfather went to the same boarding school as uh, the other person's grandfather? That that that's incredibly important too. These connections are how the world gets run. Let's let's stop it for God's sake and say, look, we, we Russians, Ukrainians, we respect your both, we respect your balls, we respect your technological sophistication. But for God's sake, let's stop killing people over there. Let's stop killing people just because they happen to be on the wrong side of where the rocket gets launched. You're 100% correct. And, and, and as we're closing shop, I think this is where real diplomacy is when you look at what Trump did, right? It, 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 it's when you when you look at when he when he when he tested and he called uh, Kim Jong-un little rocket man. Right. Or he and I, and I always say this to people as you have said it here and as you refer to Vladimir Putin as his friend. Right. Or his whatever he said he was. Right. It wasn't Bush saying I looked into his eyes and saw oh, his God. soul. Um, uh, which, which Bush was that? The, the Bush the second. And it was it was it was it was. It was it, listen, Trump knew how to handle these crazies. He did. 
He knew how to handle crazy. And we need to get back people that know how to handle crazy. Okay. And 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 and, and sadly, we got to deal with this for another year and a half. This 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 person that's destroying so much that was built. And and I, I let's pray get back. I know you're right. Let's get back to that. Let's say we're gonna stop now and stop killing people for no reason at all, except because there's already a certain amount of inertia about killing people. If we're killing them right now, there's no reason we have to keep on killing them. And you people know, people moving ben? out, people moving in, all because of the color of their skin. Run, 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 but you shook and hide. It's so, you know, it's so perfect that you say that because I wanted to say it's got to happen in our inner cities too. We got to, we got, we got to stop the killing and it's not our job. There's nothing we, they got to stop their killing. And unless they, and unless they choose their own, the leaders that are going to stop it, there is zero we can do. And uh, I love that song, but you, you, can I, can I get a more a couple more verses? Because it's my favorite way to end the Saturday night. Sure, people moving out, people moving in, all because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you're shaking. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Vote for me, and I'll tell you the truth. Run, 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 but you're shaking. And now I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. I have to go to sleep, rest for a while. Then I have to make dinner for my wifey, world's finest being, the absolute number one being on the planet. And to make dinner for her and have her see and watch her eat it and enjoy it. And I'll just tell you that uh, uh, being having the world's most wonderful woman as your wife is no small thing to do. 100%. That's my dog whining. God bless you all. God bless this great country. We'll see everybody on Tuesday night with Mandy Gunasekra. Talk to you all soon. God bless America.